Welcome to What I Wish I Knew by Dental Head Start, your weekly mentoring session thanks to cpdjunkie.com.au. Photography is such a crucial part of dentistry now. It's part of our record keeping, but it's also part of how we look at our cases and improve on our own work and how we communicate with other people, in particular, our technician. And of course, you've all seen on Instagram and Facebook the most amazing work and amazing cases. And sometimes I simply wonder how they get photos that look that good. Um, I know mine don't, but one of the reasons perhaps is the way and the equipment that you use to take those photos. The way light bounces off the tooth is crucial to the way a technician can understand the color in a photo. And today we've got Sabi Hunt, a master dental technician, someone you certainly know both from being on the podcast just a few episodes ago and from his exceptional work you see all over social media. Sabi is one of the best when it comes to photography and today he's got some tips to help you get the ideal photos. Dentist contacted me that he saw our cases with Tony on Facebook and he was really interested to work with me. So I was also really keen. Um, so I asked him to take photos um, before uh, the preparation sheet uh, photograph, um, so normal shade photos. So he sent me the photos and then I instantly see that I can't use these photos. Uh, so the, the main problem was the big reflections. So I guess he used um, a ring flash or maybe a twin flash, but on a, on a standard bracket, so not a, not a wide position. So, and I asked him to, to change the setup because if you have big reflections on the tooth surface, you can't see the, the, the shade of the tooth or the teeth. So, um, especially anterior cases, it's really critical to see the shade from cervical to incisal because otherwise um, you just see that white uh, specular highlight which covers all the details underneath. So, it's really, really difficult to match. So, after you know, phone call and, and changing the settings uh, and the setup of the camera, he can provide me a really nice photograph what I can use for, for making the, the restorations. You know, as a technician, when you're working with a dentist, um, so many times you receive photographs uh, where there's a lot of reflection. Um, so mainly when dentists using a ring flash, so because the ring flash is uh, really close to the lens, that's why you have a lot of reflection on the on the tooth surface. And for a ceramist who want to match the colors, this is not really ideal because where you have reflections, you can't see the details. So that's why my first tip is to use a twin flash because with a twin flash, you can position your uh, flashes wider. And if the flashes are wider, you don't have reflections uh, in the middle of the tooth or the teeth. And you can see all the shades and uh, colors in the teeth uh, from cervical to incisal. So when we're using a ring flash, where does this uh, these reflections tend to end up on the tooth? Uh, usually in the middle. So where is the, the teeth? Middle surface is rounded, but also much more flat. So, and if you're taking from uh, a normal angle, you usually have that reflections in the middle of the tooth or middle of the teeth. So uh, you can avoid this um, if you're taking from a higher or the lower angle, but you're always going to have reflections in the middle. Dental Protection Limited, they're more than just an indemnity insurer. Of course, they'll provide the best support they can when you have a tough time and you need them, but that goes without saying. 
more importantly, they're trying to help us prevent these things and they're doing this through their online education, their numerous blogs and articles, their live education and now a podcast called Risk Bites that is bite-sized pieces of information to help you prevent medico-legal risks. And during this COVID-19 pandemic, they are providing unparalleled support to their members. So if you're a member, you'd know all this, but even if you're not, you can get a lot of this information online. Check DPL out and thank you DPL for supporting dental students and graduates and for supporting the Dental Head Start podcast. Okay, and so using a twin flash can avoid these reflections and allow you to see the color better. Is there a certain type of twin flash or is there a certain setup that you need to be able to see the perfect color? Yeah, so what is important with a twin flash is the, the distance between the, twin, uh, the two flashes. So if you're using a Canon or a Nikon setup and you're using uh, the Canon or Nikon adjustment ring, the distance between the two flashes is just not big enough. So for that one, I, I recommend to use some kind of bracket. So uh, Photomed, Indus Bello, Scorpion, so as many different brands and types. Um, the key is to able to position the, the twin flashes wide enough. And for my experience, this distance is around 30, 40 centimeter between the two flashes. So for that one, you need uh, definitely a bracket. Um, you can start with a cheaper one. So from eBay, you can buy for maybe 25 or $30 a, a really cheap one, but actually works. So, um, and when you find it useful, then you can invest in a, in a proper one, which is around $250, $300, so more expensive, but um, more durable and more versatile. Did you find this out the hard way in a way? Did you have a ring flash yourself or were you always on twin? Um, actually, I started with um, a system flash, which is quite big. So, or no, actually, I started with a built-in flash, uh, you know, what it's on a camera, and that was really ugly. Um, <laughs> but I tried to soften that light, so I, I used a, a normal copy paper. I just cut it a hole in the middle, and I put on a lens. So the built-in flash light is um, diffused on the paper. So I got a really nice result. Um, for a normal photograph, but it actually wasn't useful because the big reflection. So the result was quite similar to a, a ring flash. So then I then I started with um, a system flash, which was really big and heavy. So and then I looked for a smaller one, and then I found um, the Nikon R1 system, which is nice and small, uh, but. The biggest issue with that one was the, the battery. So it has a CR123 battery, which is um, quite unique, quite expensive, and uh, you can drain really quickly. So that's why I switched to a different uh, system now. Is there any way, if we are using a ring flash, to avoid these reflections that you see? Yeah, so the only uh, way is to using a polarizing filter. So because of the polarizing filter, you can uh, avoid all the reflections. Um, and, and that's the only way because um, if you remove the, the flash from the lens, you can have a little bit similar result like a, a twin flash, but you only have one flash. So the other side going to be always dark. So even if you're holding with, with one hand, the ring flash, uh, the, the other side is going to be too dark. Yeah, that, that makes sense. And for you as a ceramist, um, color is, is so important. So us taking the right photos is, is critical to what you do. So thanks for sharing that with us today, Savi. My pleasure. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Dental Head Start podcast. I genuinely hope this is helping you become a better dentist. So if you like what you're hearing, make sure you subscribe on your podcast player and I want you to do me a favor. I want you to go to social media and share something that you've appreciated from us with one of your friends. That's how the word gets out. That's how more people gain and benefit from what we're doing. And if you're a dental student or a graduate and you want to get a head start, go to dentalheadstart.com to find everything we're doing to help dental students become great dentists.